You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Oguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Well, hello, Thriving Moms. How are you doing? I'm so excited to be talking to you today. (laughs) I know I say that every week, but I really am. Uh, By the way, what do you think about our new intro? There's a whole story behind that, (laughs) which I'm going to share today. But I wanted to say that a lot has been happening with Olive and Bliss, the Thriving Mom, and me. I'm learning so much and evolving as a business owner. And it has been fascinating just watching my brain And some old thought patterns that I thought were no longer there come up in my business. These are things that I dealt with when I was working through my own food and body image journey. And it's been fun just working through them again in my business. Obviously, the fun here in quotes. (laughs) Because sometimes this work can feel really hard and just uncomfortable. So here we are today. And... I just want to talk about why this is so important for me and I'm sharing this so you're all learning with me in real time and I just want to normalize that you're allowed to change your mind, you're allowed to change and there's not a problem. It doesn't mean you're good or bad, it's just a normal part of life for all of us to be evolving, to be changing And that's the beauty of the human experience. Okay, so if you followed me for a while or you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me refer to myself as a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist. And last month, I think that was March or maybe earlier in this month, April, I casually mentioned in a mastermind group that I'm in that I will no longer be referring to myself as a recovering perfectionist or people pleaser. I'm choosing to own perfectionism and people-pleasing, and I'm just going to move on with my life. Nothing is going to change outwardly, but I feel more at peace and ease and in alignment with myself. It's so interesting because I started feeling like something was off for a while, and then one day while I was self-coaching, for those who are not familiar with self-coaching, this is just a simple technique where you get to coach yourself, you watch your brain, you watch your thoughts, and then decide intentionally how you want to process those thoughts and your feelings. So one of the thoughts that I've been practicing lately is that it's safe for me to show up in the world. It's safe for me to be me. There's a whole nother story about this, but that's another podcast episode. But that morning while I was self-coaching, it just hit me that if I'm waiting to believe that it's safe for me to be me, then why am I calling myself a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist? And I was like, wait, what? Right? So if you think about it, it's almost like saying that perfectionism and people pleasing are either good or bad. And they're not. I truly believe that. Right? These are tendencies that I picked up at a time in my life when I was trying to make sense of living and just feeling secure and safe and survive. They served me 
And this is what I always teach my clients. Like when you have a tendency, it's not about getting rid of it or hating it. It's deciding how is this serving me and how is this taking me closer to who I want to be? So we get to decide how we engage with those tendencies. And for me, when I was calling myself a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist, my brain made it mean that it was bad. Otherwise, why would I be recovering from it? So for perfectionism, it's almost like I became this perfect imperfectionist. (laughs) It's not even a word, which is kind of dichotomous and it, it feels like black and white thinking to me. So the podcast intro had to go. I'm fully embracing and owning that I have perfectionistic tendencies, I have people-pleasing tendencies, and I still love who I am. Both behaviors have and continue to serve me. I've learned how to work with them and navigate them, so I don't feel ever deprived or have negative emotions towards them. And I think this is where we really need to pay attention. I never ever feel negatively when I'm people-pleasing. Like there are some people that I choose to please depending on my mood that day, depending on just like where I'm at in my thinking, and I never feel negative about it. So I just want you to note this difference. So I just want to say here, because some of you might be thinking, well, so I should be a perfectionist or people pleaser. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that most of us as women, our feminine conditioning and sometimes our environments the things we grew up around with or the people we grew up around with, these things have created these tendencies within us. So from childhood, things like being told you have to share, you have to be nice, you know, don't make somebody else cry, always do your best, (laughs) even though the standard for the best was set by someone else other than you. These are the things we learn from childhood and they work for most of us. But as we become adults, and start to develop our own sense of self, especially when you enter into like that intimate relationship, whether with yourself or with somebody else or with other people, like say you become a mom or you marry somebody or you, you know, have a partner. Like these are experiences that make us feel vulnerable and those behaviors start to maybe trigger us or make us feel irritated and therefore we feel unsafe. So it's almost like if you're a mom, you'll know like your kids will push your buttons and it's not like they're trying to get you, but your brain is trying to make sense of why your conditioning isn't working, right? It's like you've tried to please your child and they're still upset and they're still angry and your brain is like, okay, what is happening? And this is because we don't control other people's thoughts. Their behaviors are controlled by their thoughts. So if you cannot control their thoughts, you cannot control their behaviors. Again, this is why you buy all the things you can spend all the time with your child and they will still tell you they hate you and slam the door. And it's never about you. So like some of you will experience that cognitive dissonance where you're just like holding two beliefs at the same time. And then you make it mean that you failed as a mom. No, you haven't. You're just learning something new, right? So if you've always believed that if you're nice and giving, making your child happy, they'll always love you and they'll always be these perfect little human beings. But they won't because they have their own thoughts. They have their own brains. So let's bring this to your relationship with food and your body. So many of you value health. 
you value just living a good life, but you've been taught that you must avoid processed foods, you must be thin by all means, and then you'll be happy. And when we work together for my clients, they initially worry about letting foods back into their diets. This is where I notice it a lot. And then they'll ask me questions like, well, isn't this bad for me? And I'm like, well, let's test it out. So I find that when they eat these previously forbidden foods, they start to feel guilty and then they justify their eating. So they say things like, well, at least I'm working out later today or I ate veggies. And I just simply say, you don't need to justify anything. Can we just play around with that, right? So if you love packaged foods and you get to decide how you deal with packaged foods from a place of understanding, right? Why does it matter to you and whether you love your reason or not? And this is where many of us get stuck. So we don't want to make a choice because we know we're going to be terrible to ourselves. We're going to berate ourselves. We're going to speak unkindly to ourselves. So when you make a decision, how about working on loving the reason for doing that? And that's what's going to guide you. Our brains will always try to find problems, even when problems don't exist. I was coaching my client, I think this was just this week, and I was telling her, you're having mom guilt about a period that was so hard in your life, and you went through so much, because she had done some journaling, and I really pulled out all the positive things and all the skills that she used to navigate that season of her life. And I said, when you compare this to the mom guilt you're feeling, What shows up for you? Our brains are very good at keeping us safe and they will always find the memories of things that want us to stay stuck. This is just the way the human brain works. So it is our job to push ourselves, not in like a hustly kind of way, but work towards pushing that edge and always finding the gem no matter how muddy the water feels or looks. So I'm just going to share with you what I did and the process that I used to get myself to saying, you know what, I accept people pleasing and perfectionism. I'm not going to say I'm in recovery anymore. There's no recovering. This is just what it is. First, you ask yourself, is this a problem and why? So for me, I've already decided years back, perfectionism is not a problem for me. People pleasing is not a problem. But I was trying to figure out how do I then navigate those tendencies and still be me. And the title of recovering was what my brain offered and I took it. But of course, I realized calling myself a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist wasn't serving me. And then I asked myself, do I need to change my behavior or my mindset or belief about this thing? So in your case, if you're not sure, think about how you'd like to feel ideally about that thing and then decide what best serves you in that moment. Again, recovering that word did not sit quite right with me. It just felt like this heavy cloud hanging over me. And I decided, you know what? It's not serving me. I'm going to let it go. So I decided to change my mindset and I chose to feel, you know, calm and light. I know light is not a word, but I can't think of another word right now or a feeling word right now. And in order for me to be whole and feel safe, I can still have those tendencies and love myself. 
And that doesn't mean that I don't have boundaries when it comes to people pleasing. Oh, you best believe (laughs) I still have my boundaries and they're there to keep me aligned with what matters to my, to me. It's not about somebody else. It's about me and protecting myself because I know that I tend to people please. So this means I get to pick and choose when I people please and I do it on my own terms. So for years I've been working, I have really solid boundaries about things that matter to me. So this is not a problem. But if I were to ever come into a situation that I've never experienced before, but I find myself wanting to people please, then I'm going to go through this exercise again and say, okay, do I need boundaries in place? Or do I just want to go ahead and please and move on? But again, I'm not going to feel negatively towards that. I really always want to go back to the feeling I don't want to feel negatively towards people pleasing or perfectionism. So if I think I want to people please, but I don't feel calm or peaceful, I just don't do it and I'm okay with it. So if you're someone who struggles with people pleasing, even that word struggle is so hard for me to say. If you find that people pleasing or perfectionism is a challenge for you and you feel negatively towards it, I hope this podcast episode has been helpful for you. And if you're just wanting to talk to someone about it and figuring out like what can you do to support you, come on a consult call with me and let's just chat through it and see if I can support you. And if not, I will give you a plan and some resources that will help you. Okay, my friends, here's what I want to leave you with. Before you try to fix yourself, recognize how your socialization, how your conditioning as a woman plays out in your life. Consciously evaluate whether those behaviors, those tendencies are serving you or not. And be okay with letting go of what no longer serves you. When you consciously decide and love your reason for doing so, It's so much easier to curate your life with intention. And that is very crucial for you to thrive in your motherhood. All right, mamas. I would love to hear from you if you're a perfectionist or a people pleaser or you're challenged (laughs) by these tendencies. I would love to hear your takeaway from this episode. Come find me. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness on Instagram or Facebook If this is something that you're needing help and support with, I can absolutely help you. Okay, have a beautiful week, my friends. And as always, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.